probably we move on to uh, Abhishek Kumar Panda ji. His uh, paper is on Adi Bhautika, Adi Dairika, and Adhyatmika insights from Puranas and Itihasikas. Namaste to all. So all those sessions have been very enlightening, and my topic is uh, Adi Bhautika, Adi Dairika, and Adhyatmika insights. The three levels of insights that will I will be deriving from the Puranas and the Itihasas. So I'm just a amateur uh, reader and researcher, and not a scholar like others have. So I will try my best to present. So, yep. So this is the uh, body of sastras that we have, and I have tried to put in a tabular format. So there are Vedas, and in Vedas there are uh, four parts: Rig, Sam, Yajur, Athar, and those are again divided into uh, Brahmana, Samhitas, Upanishads, uh, Upanishads, and Aranyakas. There are Upavedas, Vedangas, and in Upangas I have put Puranas, which is the topic of today, and Itihasas, the Mahabharata and Ramayanas. Those can be clubbed under Dharma Shastras, and there are other things under Dharma Shastras as well, and. Uh, there are also darsana shastras that are astikas and nastikas so the three levels of insights adi bhautika adi daivika and adhyatmika so let us first understand what does the three words mean adi bhautika is related to the gross physical world or the prani jagata prani refers to those under uh, inside whom the prana or the life force flows or uh, the consciousness signs and adi daivika is the world related to the devas and by devas i mean the subtle forces of any individual quality desires or indriyas so here i will be referring devas and asuras those are qualities or desires or indriyas that are already within us and they are described in an exalted or in an heightened form in the puranas and the third part is related to the adhyatmika and adhyatmika is referred to the knowledge of atman or the life force or the prana force and this is beyond the realm of body mind intellect ego which also can be said as the i sense or the identity of me myself and the subconscious or unconscious which is the chitta so this is beyond the four antakaranas mana buddhi ahankara and chitta i will be skipping i will be uh, moving fast to, uh, in the adi bhautika part because a lot has been said so uh, coming to the adi bhautika part uh, what are the challenges as a uh, nation we are facing today uh, it is basically taught in our academics that vedic civilization began around 1500 bc and indus valley civilization and around uh, 2000 bc and there is one aryan invasion migration theory which is responsible for the uh, uh, destruction of indus valley civilization and uh, start of the vedic civilization and this theory acted as the intellectual ideological basis for india's colonization and european supremacy and today it is acting as the breaking india forces and how those forces are breaking they are creating divided division between north and south tamil versus sanskrit tribes the janada janajatis and versus the jatis or the people of plains and it is promoting eurocentric historicism if anybody wants to read on that you can easily refer the works of 
श्री राजीव मल्होत्रा ब्रेकिंग इंडिया इट्स अ वेरी गुड बुक एंड एंड व्हाट इज द रोल ऑफ इतिहास टू काउंटर दीज चैलेंजेस एंड टू काउंटर दोज नैरेटिव so here i have referred to the work of saroj bala there are other scholars like nilesh thauk has also spoken today and saroj bala says that the he has, he has used uh, astronomical uh, computations and has referred that the birth of uh, um, rama occurred in 1540 bc that's on 10th january 1514 bc and uh, he has and this and the entire uh, events of ramayana has been deduced by her and another work is a pandit kota venkat chalam who has uh, done his work in early 20th century where he has um, deduced the kali era in 3102 bc and the mahabharata war ended in 3138 bc and the kali era started 36 years later and he has used mainly from the uh, sources of puranas mahabharata mahabharata and also kalhanas rajantarangini accounts of nepal uh, brihat samhita and panchagas that are the annual calendars so puranas also provide the complete genealogies of king as has been mentioned earlier from the yudhishthira era like from parikhita to chandragupta maurya of the magadhan empire so what are the uh, what are the adibhautika insights that we will be getting from this that the antiquity of indian civilization extends much beyond uh, 1500 bc that is usually taught in the academics and we we have a shared and a continuous sense of civilization and an indigenous self of nationhood and this will debunk the ait amt theory and supplement other fi- uh, findings like archaeological genetics or paleogenetic findings of saraswati river and etc this will also help in decolonization of indian minds which is a very hot topic today that even though we are being decolonized but our minds are still uh, not uh, our, our minds are still colonized and it also helps in countering that itihasas and puranas are not mere fables they are open a pandora box of narratives and helps us in building an indian narrative in the global power so in the physical world these are the insights uh uh these are the insights that uh just a second yeah in the physical world these are the uh, insights that we are getting now uh let's come from the physical world to the world of the devas now who are devas and asuras so uh, it has been already told by vivek devroy ji sir that moksha or liberation though is the highest goal of every jiva but it is not desired or possible or sought by every individual in present life the reason being the uh, attachments of mind of our minds to name wealth fame etc so this our puranas and shastras recognize this and they help us in achieving artha which is the wealth and kama pleasures but guided by the dharma the other th- and these three are the other three purusharthas apart from the moksha liberation of the jiva so how does puranas do that puranas always glorify devas and uh, majorly glorify glorify devas and they help us in uh, worshiping and they portray the devas as 
uh, upholders of noble virtues and every deva is a manifestation of certain subtle forces that lies within us devas and those are like heightened qualities let's say uh, uh, the ashwini kumaras they are the devas of medicine or health so they are like heightened qualities of good health or medicine that that is pres- already present within us similarly asuras are immoral or unethical subtle forces that manifest within us so uh, in a sense we can say that asuras are the uh, adharmic forces now the the purana shastras always prescribe the path of devas as it is based on dharma and this helps in checking the encroachment on resources and others life so basically today if we see the um, problem of uh, excess consumerism is leading to uh, devastation in uh, the ecological world but the path of purana is not that because there is dharma ingrained in that for another example a asuri king in a purana will always bring havoc to the conquered territory but a daivika king will bring peace and prosperity so both asura and devas are going for the artha like the territory but the daiva king is looking is uh, following the path of the dharma now the puranic values of this uh, dharma and asuras and devas are not just external knowledge or external codes now for that we have to understand uh, mind so um, according to modern science the mind is divided into two parts there are two types of mind conscious mind and subconscious mind the con- conscious mind is voluntary and creative that is within our control whereas the subconscious mind is habits and beliefs and it is reactive it is not in, in our control to uh, understand like sometimes we do not want to get angry but we still get angry the reason is that at that time our subconscious mind is at play after that when we gain consciousness we realize that why i am getting angry but the thing is that it is not in our control it is the subconscious mind is at play and in ordinary humans conscious minds plays a very minuscule part of the actions and karmas our beliefs which is the subconscious kind majorly control our actions and karmas now here i will refer to the works of bruce lifton who has used uh, who has shown that nearly 95% of ordinary humans actions are derived from the beliefs uh which are uh, ingrained in the subconscious mind now how this subconscious mind is formed he says that it is basically uh, programmed in two ways in early childhood up to the age of 7 and 8 and in adulthood how it happens in early childhood in early childhood uh, the subconscious mind is formed because at that time uh various information a child receives and is ingrained in his subconscious mind which later uh, plays out in his um, adulthood life which shapes his beliefs and those beliefs result in karma and in adulthood the subconscious mind can be reprogrammed can be rewired or can be changed through repetition what is repetition repetitions are affirmations that Uh, most of us may be familiar with which are uh, okay now let's go to the science of subconscious mind as i mentioned uh, the science of subconscious mind nearly 95% of our works are controlled by subconscious mind it is different from conscious mind which is voluntary and creative subconscious is driven by habits and beliefs accumulated over past periods and subconscious programming 
majorly happens in childhood so what does the puranas does the puranic stories when taught to children help in their subconscious programming and as the stories are based on dharma are based on upanishads are based on the कॉस्मिक यूनियन ऑफ द होल कॉस्मस तो धर्म इज इनग्रेंड इन द सबकॉन्शियस माइंड एंड वेन धर्म इज इनग्रेंड इन द सबकॉन्शियस माइंड दिस हेल्प देर इज समर्म इज इनग्रेंड इन द सबकॉन्शियस माइंड दिस हेल्प इन फॉलोइंग अर्थ एंड कामा इन एडल्टुड लाइफ and how the puranas helps adults to uh, uh, rewire uh, the subconscious mind nenu uh, is that repetitions helps uh, uh, in, in adult subconscious minds can be rewired by repetitions or affirmations repetitions are complete and continuous action feeling chanting or belief in a desired mode so when we worship a puranic devata and follow the rituals prescribed in the puranas this is kind of subconscious rewiring the inner conditioning of beliefs and habits against the desired artha or kama in a dharmic way so this so this uh, modern science of repetitions which is the affirmation which you and day and dantlo untai being popularized in anni questions last pettundama ani anusthe sir background sound can anybody help am i audible uh, uh dr paturi sir yes yes please continue uh, sir yes. uh, there is some background noise so please go ahead yeah yeah so in adults subconscious mind can be rewired by repetitions or affirmations and what are repetitions or affirmations like if a unhappy man wants to be happy so he has to uh, say that i am happy i am happy and he has to continuously feel that and continuously believe in a in that uh, feeling so the puranic uh, rituals or the puranic devatas which are the exalted form of certain dharmic qualities help us in rewiring our subconscious mind so this is how the uh, daivika world functions within our own microcosm and we need not and we need not think that devas devatas are something outside of our body mind combination they are inside us only so the adi daivika insights are puranas establishes dharma in the society and helps fulfillment of artha and kama so by ingraining dharma in childhood in the subconscious mind and also ingraining dharma in adulthood by rewiring the subconscious mind the helps us in fulfillment of artha and kama so puranas debunk that indian the hindu uh, hinduism or indian civilization is only about uh, other worldly or about liberation and else and uh, this kind of things no it helps us in living in this world and go for our fulfillment of our desires and wealth as well and this working principles can be explained by a mind sciences and the stories of desirable devatas and re- and rejection of the asuras infused dharmic beliefs and habits habits in subconscious mind this translates into individual actions and sub- subsequently in societal order because today now we know that our genes do not control our actions it's the belief that is ingrained in our subconscious mind that is, that results in our actions there is a uh, 
न्यू डिसिप्लिन विच इज नॉट इज एपी जेनेटिक्स विच इज एबोव जेनेटिक्स विच इज द साइंस ऑफ बिलीफ सो बिलीफ एक्चुअली हेल्प इन आवर इंडिविजुअल एक्शन एंड दिस इज हाउ पुराणस हेल्प अस इन सेपिंग आवर बिलीफ एंड इन्फ्यूजिंग धर्मा इन द इंडिविजुअल एंड सब्सिक्वेंटली इन द सोसाइटी लास्ट आदि आध्यात्मिक पार्ट विच इज द मोक्ष पार्ट एंड सो सो आध्यात्मिक मोक्ष पार्ट लाइक द फाइनल पुरुषार्थ स्पीक्स ऑफ लिबरेशन फ्रॉम मन बुद्धि अहंकार चित्त विच इज द बॉडी माइंड टू सचित आनंद विच इज द यूनिवर्सल कॉन्सियनेस एंड एलिवेटिंग द individual consciousness to cosmic consciousness and attaining a state of samadhi or permanence now there are several allegories in puranas now how, and we have to know how these allegories work these allegories are uh, revealed themselves di- differently depending on the state of a jiva different jivas are in different states and these puranas also help a yogi or a spiritual practitioner to know understand the um, knowledge of puranas so uh, i'll just explain A story, uh, a popular story that is a story of Dhruva. So there was a uh, once upon a time there was a king named uh, uh, Uttana Pada who, who was the son of Manu, and he has two wives, Suruchi and Suniti. And from Suruchi he had uh, first son whose name was Uttama Kumara. From Suniti the second child was Dhruva Kumara. And once what happened? Dhruva Kumara. Went to sit in the uh, lap of Uttama Kumara, but his stepmom. Uh, Crashed him, so he he came back, cried uh, near his mother, and his mother asked him to go to the forest and uh, pray to uh, Lord Vishnu. And in the forest, he meets uh, Narada, who teaches him how to pray. And finally, he does japa and uh, gets Deva Kumara. So this is a very simple story, but let's understand what are the allegories that are inside and how the adhyatmika insights can be read from it. So Manu is the creator, and Manu in the microcosm referred to the mind within us. within mind all the emotions and all the thoughts and beliefs are created so it's the swayamvu it is created by us uttanapada who is who was the king he was the son of manu so uttana means something spread out or stretched or broad and pada means fit so uttanapada uh, uttana is a state of samadhi where one is able to re- uh, one is not restricted by negative emotions so first what happens a yogi reaches uttanapada state where he uh, Uh, debunks all his negative emotions and in a, uh, and only does good karmic works and in that state only one can marry marry uh, suruchi and suniti who are suruchi su is a uh, prefix which means good ruchi means interest and niti means principle so uttama pada can only marry both and uttama kumara is the son of suruchi uttama is a superlative quality of good so it is the best trait of mind so when we have good interest then only by our broad mind we can help in achieving the best state of a mind but a spir- but that is not the end of a spiritual practitioner's journey because there is still the i sense identity remains there is still good karma and the ultimate knowledge is to get is to end the activity that is happening uh, as uh, swami vivekananda state uh, says that we have to go beyond time space and causation that are the characteristics of this world so uttanapada is guided by suniti to reach dhruva dhruva means who is stable constant permanent and unchangeable means there is no change that is the permanent that is the truth but suruchi doesn't like dhruva 
and she likes uttam kumara his own son what does this say because sometimes if we like enjoying being the best being the nice but dhruba is cessation of this liking nature because even this like this goodness the, the goodness or the best qualities will end one day so surichi doesn't like dhruba she likes uttam kumara and so for that dhruba has to move to the forest and forest symbolizes storehouse of knowledge and that knowledge is within us and one needs to unravel these layers of consciousness so the uh, symbolic meaning of dhruba going to forest is actually unraveling the layers of consciousness and he meets narada who is narada narada is the guru or the spiritual practitioner who or the guru who helps a spiritual practitioner to attain narayana and he teaches prana vidya or the technique to know the life force and he also meets the seven rishis and we also know that dhruba is the pole star who around whom the saptarshi mandala moves and in the forest he encounters wild beasts and these wild beasts are attributes of mind that are impermanent desires insatiable and unregulated desires the desires that are not within our control and these and these are the obstacles that every spiritual person faces that in a meditative practice you face because the imprints of the subconscious minds comes up and also indra who is the lord of senses he also tries to uh do bigna in the um, uh, japa of dhruva because one is also one also has to master indra in the process now dhruva finally attains dhruva pada so dhruva what is dhruva pada dhruva pada is the universal consciousness that shines within us and who is that in universal consciousness consciousness that is the narayana and and in that there is no desires no activity no karma good or bad and he is unborn or uncreated he is the life force and dhruva kumara attains these states of samadhi and there is no craving so he doesn't ask for any boon when narayana appears before him so though this is a, a small story uh, there are lot of allegories and uh, knowledge that is hidden inside that can help a spiritual practitioner and can only be decoded by an elevated or a spiritual yogi and the seven stars of the saptarishis are actually the uh, seven chakras and one has to activate those subtle chakras or subtle centers to reach the journey of dhruva dhruva pada so this story is actually this journey of a spiritual yogi from manu to uttana pada which is only good emotions to uttama kumara which is the best state of mind to through dhruva kumara which is manifestation of uh, permanence and finally to dhruva pada which is the narayana state or there is no activity or cessation of activity and this is uh, ultimately attaining the satchit ananda and getting removed from the body mind identity and limitations uh, with this i conclude thank you so much very interesting uh, topic